0: The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. Following our theme of generosity today, this is the time of year when gratitude and generosity are themes throughout the culture, throughout the world. And as I said, I have... A story of great generosity to share with you. So in the middle of October I went to Salt Lake City to attend the world, the Parliament of the World's Religions. Has anybody heard of it? I know, nobody. (laughs) Well, yeah, okay. Um, I've known about the Parliament for many years Um, but this was the first I had gone to. The first parliament was held in 1893 in Chicago, and there wasn't another one for 100 years. And then in 1993, there was another parliament in Chicago, and then since then, there's been one every five or six years Um, in Cape Town, in Barcelona, in Melbourne, and then this year in Salt Lake City. So since it was so close, I thought, you know, I really must go this year. It was very large, almost 10,000 people, uh, representatives from something like 80 countries and 50 different traditions. So, of course, there are many things I could talk about and tell you about it. But for me, the most outstanding event was what's called Langer, L-A-N-G-A-R. Uh, the word means kitchen. But what it represents is the sick community. I used to say Sikh, probably many of you do, but they pronounce it "sick." Um, and I knew this was going to happen, but the experience was so different. The Sikh community fed us a lovely vegan Indian lunch every day. Every day. Now, not all attendees ate it, but many did. So they served thousands. I, I don't know how many. One day I asked, they said, Oh, we don't count. And the next day somebody said 7,000. So I don't know, but they served from 11.30 to 2.30. And somebody told me that she went after 2.30 one day and they were still serving and they served literally until people stopped coming and then they took the leftovers to the homeless shelters but the experience of this was quite amazing so at 11:30 there would begin this long line down the hall <laughs> to go into this of course huge ballroom kind of room where we were met as we entered by uh, mostly women, but some men, welcoming us, thanking us for coming, thanking us for coming. (laughs) We took off our shoes. Um, We needed to cover our heads. Uh, Some of us, I didn't have anything, so they had ready-made little white Caps to put on and then we sat on the floor everybody sat on the floor except those that were disabled or elderly and there was a couple tables but otherwise everybody sat on the floor in rows we'd be facing each other and then back to back and the only request they made was that after we finished Would we please get up so that others could come and take our seat? And as we sat down, of course, we would meet the people on either side, which was always interesting. And people would come literally with buckets (laughs) of food to serve us. We had little um, compostable trays, and there was rice, and there was uh, curry, and there were vegetables, and there was lettuce and tomato, you know, green salad, and uh, yogurt, and what a fruit, um, cantaloupe and watermelon and apple and orange, I think. Not a lot, but, you know, pieces. And they just kept coming by and offering us more. And at first, the first day, you know, I thought, well, that's fine, thank you. (laughs) And then I got the idea. They had plenty. And it was really fine to take seconds. So we did. Oh, and then naan, you know, the Indian bread on top. It was all vegan, it was all wonderful, it was incredible. That was my main meal of the day, you know. I wasn't hungry in the evening, I had just a little snack or something. But the the, warm-heartedness, the atmosphere in which it was given, was really amazing. And after a couple of days, I started asking about making a donation. And you'd think I was asking for a trip to the moon. <laughs> it was most astounding. Uh, um, I don't know. Let me let me ask. Um, let me ask my teacher. I mean, they were not set up for donations. There was nothing expected. Nothing at all. It was freely... Generously, lovingly offered. And then after we got up, there was another section where there was coffee and tea and uh, very, very sweet Indian dessert. G- gulap Jaman. It's a very, very sweet, it was quite good, but very sweet dessert. All the while, they're thanking us for coming and participating. So I learned that this is one of their major practices. They feed people. Um, Somebody told me they feed the sick community, feed six million people a day worldwide. Now, I don't know if that's true, but that's what I was told. I know there's a good Warren. that's what their meeting place is called in South San Jose. And uh, I talked to a sick man just a couple of weeks ago, and he said that you can go there any day, any day of the week for lunch and dinner. <laughs> They're serving. So their gift, their mission is to feed people to serve food. There was a young woman that I spoke to one day and um, I was telling her, you know, this this is just wonderful. This is such an extraordinary experience. And she said, well, it's really nice to hear it from the other side. She said, I grew up doing this. This is what we did on Sunday. She said, I don't think anything of it. And so it's very nice to hear from somebody who's receiving it what it means to them, how it is for them. Isn't that amazing? I was so taken with that, with that kind of generosity. And not just the generosity itself, but the way it was given. The... um, I mean, it was truly, it felt truly generous and loving and kind with no strings. I never got the sense that there was any string attached. So somebody made the comment that other traditions were selling things (laughs) because there were booths or concessions, you know and the sick are feeding us." <laughs> and I thought that was, that was really, really a comment, yeah. So I share that because of the generosity. I also share it because, as you know, since 9-11, the Sikh community has suffered from time to time. Uh, uh, what should I say <laughs> tragedies people not knowing have have harmed them there There was an event where was it Chicago or somewhere in the Midwest? Remember where a sick community was uh, killed um, a group of uh, many people were killed um, They're recognizable by the turban, they wear a turban. They are not Muslim, they are Sikh. They're their own tradition, their own community. They are out of India. Um, I can't remember the number, uh, but there's a good number of them. I was surprised to learn there's even a Sikh community, um, I think it's not in Salt Lake City, but in the surrounding area. Uh, you know they're not terrorists. <laughs> Muslims aren't either, but <laughs> but the Sikh community um, deserves to be recognized for what and who they are, and not confused with with uh, someone wishing harm. There was much generosity at the Parliament. Um, on Sunday night the parliament was from uh, Thursday through Monday on Sunday night there was a wonderful concert of sacred music in the tabernacle the Mormon tabernacle and I was told that it was offered free that there was no no charge for using it and I was also told that the convention center which is called the Salt Palace and it's huge (laughs) three blocks somebody told me Um, they charged a dollar for rent (laughs) yeah so um, there was a great outpouring of generosity and kindness and um, goodwill the idea for the parliament is to bring the world's religions together um, to live in to understand each other and build bridges of peace and harmony. That was really evident throughout those five days. It was really clear that that was the purpose. People, of course, have asked me, were there Mormons? Did Mormons participate? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I met several Um, in a way it was a self-selecting group because anybody that would be drawn to a parliament of the world's religions would be interested in learning about and participating with other traditions in the world so there are some groups that are not interested in that and so they you know would not attend So in that sense, it it was a group, but a very large group of people that are interested in other traditions and in all of us, you know, learning to live together. As the Dalai Lama has said, if the world's religions can't get along, how do we expect anybody else to? (laughs) I think that's very true, and pretty profound. And there was that sense, you know, that there was a good deal of, of talk about the problems that the world faces right now, which are numerous and enormous. But there was also a sense of responsibility and possibility that if people of faith traditions come together and work together, that we can have a huge impact on the world. So it wasn't all doom and gloom. It was like, yes, this is the reality. There are enormous things that we must face. But also, there's enormous possibility if we can come together and work together. And there was a very strong sense. Um, and a follow-up email that said something like, this is my paraphrase but okay, this was a wonderful gathering, now go home and get to work (laughs) so it's like, you know, not yes, it's great fun to come together and see each other and meet each other, you know you meet people in line, you meet people just passing in the hall Um, it was wonderful to meet all kinds of different people great experience but this is not the end now go home and do what you can do in your community in your own way to help us deal with all that is going on so if anybody wants to hear more (laughs) I'll be around for lunch we can talk about it Um, was quite an experience Yeah. I <clears throat> was in Delhi this uh, spring.